so uh, Black Widow premiered this week. Sure did. I watched it on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Didn't go to the theater, huh? Uh, no, it logistically it just didn't make sense for me to go to the theater. Um, right. So just, you know, and hopefully, you know, hopefully I will go to the theater at some point, but it just didn't like with the timing of our recording and everything else and everything going on in the world. I was like, just, I just paid 30 yeah. bucks and watched it at home, which was fine. I mean, I it, mean, it's less, it's, it's less than I would pay going to the theater with my family. So, oh yeah. You is cheaper. Me it's not. It's definitely right. the $30 pr- uh, premiere access is a great price for families. Yeah, um, I mean, but, for you, if you get like popcorn, a drink, and maybe some. No, it's still not. Still, super. yeah, okay. Like it's it's a it's a it's a tough pull. Uh, I think twenty dollars would have been a really sweet deal. Um, but yeah. but it is what it is. I mean, they're making money with the ticket. They're making money with the movie theater. They're making money with Premier Access. They're making money. So yeah, so. I, I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, if I could like hold on to it after I cancel Disney Plus, that would be even better. But. Uh, you know, they got to do what they got to do, I guess. Yeah, you got to do. And like, you know, Disney Plus has been really giving me a lot of, you know, you can give, give me some entertainment. I mean, lo- with Loki. Um, and now I got a chance to watch Black Widow at home. And yeah, and then what what ifs coming up? What ifs coming up? And so, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a little concerned about what's like after Loki. And, you know, hopefully it's going to continue to be worth the money. But I didn't know that um, National Geographic's on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot I mean, of content in that. So, you know, Disney bought almost everything. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of worth yeah. it. If, if you really don't have anything to watch, you know, there's lots of stuff to watch on there. So, anyway. Right. Anyway, that's, this is not a, this is not a, uh, it's not a Plus Disney Plus promotional, promotional podcast. podcast. So, yeah, this let's is, talk about Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, I've got some questions for you. Yeah, okay. I think I'm ready. I have, I got my tabs open. I got, I got my, I got my notes ready. Go for it. Hit me. My first question should be super easy for you. Mm-hmm. Is Yelena a new character for the MCU? No, she is from the comics, but she's not what they presented. First of all, there's no like relation between there's there's some relation between her and um Natasha the Black Widow, but as far as like sisters, no. And in the comics, she's dead. She died. She died in 2014. So she first appeared in 1999. Uh, so she wasn't really around long, and it's kind of like a weird. She's not a generic character, but she's like nothing that anybody from the comics would be like, yay, it's Lelena. <laughs> like, it's like, right. This kind of someone they just kind of pick. It's, she's fine. The movie character is far more interesting than the comics character. Uh, but the more do- and more you and I do this podcast, and I, and I guess also watching Loki is added to this, it really feels like the MCU is just an entirely different parallel universe. All the same characters exist, but they play like di- they're they're significant in different ways. Or oh. like one character is insignificant in the comics and very significant in the movies, and, and vice versa. It's getting worse. Um, it's getting worse. So worse or more different? More different. Like the okay. like if you look at Captain America: Winter Soldier, everybody in that movie kind of kind of played pretty much their roles, and it was very close to the comic source material. But the more, but I think after um, Infinite, uh, after Avengers Endgame, uh, Marvel's really like kind of tossing that out the window, and they're starting to deviate from the comics more and more to the point where it's almost indistinguishable. And if you look at Black Widow the movie, uh, there's a lot of things from the comics that don't match up in, into the sh- in the movie. Just to let you guys know, there's a lot of differences in this movie versus the comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's more thing. A lot of people. Um, 
there is a uh there's a podcast it's like not a podcaster there's a guy online he's a he writes for Forbes. His name is Paul Tassi. I don't know if you ever seen him or talk or saw him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's fine. He's he's middle of the road for what he does, but he's been writing about how the Marvel, the MCU is building up for a Young Avengers kind of Young Avengers type team, and like yeah. Elena's supposed to be part of that. She's never been an Avenger. Like mm-hmm. Elena in the comics was never an Avenger. Uh, and so, like, the, the the Elena we saw in the movie is almost completely different than we've seen in the comics. So, I, well, I, I think that after Marvel sees how well-received Elena is in this mm-hmm. movie, she's clearly going to be the new Black Widow. Yeah, I mean, that's obvious. Yeah, and that's obvious. And I, think I she, mean, I'm not sure if they would have... I think clearly they were setting her up for it, but I, I really think that Marvel takes a very... Uh, learning approach to these movies. I agree. Where they'll position her to be the next Black Widow, but if this movie comes out and it doesn't resonate with audiences, they're like, "All right, um, we had some we had some loose plans ready to go, but we're gonna shelve those." Um, but I think now, I mean, every everybody, I really enjoyed um, Florence Pugh as Yelena. Um, the char- character seemed pretty interesting. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people saying that on Twitter. Uh, so, I you know I think we'll hear very shortly that she's going to be getting um, either in some kind of an Avengers movie or getting her own movie. She won't. I don't think she'll get a movie. I think that she'll be in a TV show, so she'll be in other properties for for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. But I don't see her. But didn't um, didn't uh, Kevin Fringe just announce that he's not? They're not doing these big contracts with these actors anymore like he's they're not they're not going to sign actors for big roles like long-term contracts anymore so i don't know yeah i'll put a link in the show notes because like that's a big deal if he's not going to sign people for these big long contracts then there's no guarantee they'll be around so that seems very strange yeah that's worked out really well for marvel and if they're changing that um, I, don't, I, I don't know how that's gonna work I out. Don't, I, I don't know. Disney, Disney's Disney and Marvel's got got some. They know what they're doing. Um, uh, and we have to talk about the. We definitely have to talk about the in credit scene. But we'll, we're getting a little distracted. Yeah. Keep going with your questions. All right. Uh, so does is there something you can tell us from the comics about like how you know in this movie we see Natasha as a child? Is there anything that you can tell us from the comics about that? No, um, there's no in the comics. There's no real mention of her as a child. We don't really know who her parents are, so that's that's um, consistent. Um, but okay. the, in, in the comics, there's nothing like the scenes that we saw. You, she's not like in um, child no. trafficking. No, no, no. She was. She no. She turned it. She was captured by uh, the Red Room as a young child and was groomed and turned into a spy. Hundred percent. Uh, I think, and there's some, it's some interesting, okay. noise. it was interesting. There's no, like, fake foster family. No, 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 no. You do know that the first, like, 20 minutes in the, of the movie is based off of the Americans TV show, correct? Please. I've never seen the Americans. Oh, like, I was worried about this. Okay, okay, all right, <laughs> all right, now, listen, okay, I've I've given some advice over the years to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you enough you and your wife not your kids your kids can't watch this show you and your okay. wife watch the americans i think it's on amazon prime so you ain't gotta pay for anything new because mm-hmm. i know you have amazon prime uh watch the americans it is fan 
fantastic. It's probably one of the best TV shows ever made. Mm-hmm. And that's not a joke. It's like it's serious. It's critically acclaimed. You, okay. It's addictive. You'll watch it. You will watch it. And if you're looking for a new show, cause like the Americans, like the first scene with like the the, the Russians, like Natasha and, and the fake family, everything that mm-hmm. is straight up from the Americans. And it's actually factually true. There were um, Russian spies living as American citizens in the eighties and and and, and early nineties. That's true. Uh, and so the the Americans TV show kind of goes shows that process and shows how it worked. And it's really, mm-hmm. it's super, super fascinating. So definitely watch the show. You'll go love it. Uh, and so, okay. and, and to be honest. Was like the style of it similar to the American? Dude, just... it, it almost, almost, fur, like when I was watching it, I was like, this is an episode of the Americans. It fit, It feels like you can tell that the movie, like the director took the American style and feel and then modeled it. Because it looks, it, it, once you watch a couple episodes, you'll see it too. It's like, wow, this, this feels hmm. very, very familiar. I'll have to check it out then. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, 100%. So uh, definitely watch that. Uh, and, I, you know, I really, I was really into the first, like, 20 minutes. I was like, you know, I could watch, I could, this doesn't feel like a Marvel movie to me. It feels like something different. And I really appreciate that. I, I got very comfortable with this narrative of these um, Russian spies trying to escape. And then they went to Cuba. And, I, mm-hmm. and to beside myself, I got very connected to all four of them, the young girls and everything else. And and then when it switched over to, you know, Martin Day, I was like, okay, it's a Marvel movie now. It's, it's fine. But I really right. liked I really liked that whole dynamic they had. I, I thought the, the family had some good connections. I thought there was a lot of stuff going on uh, with all of them. Uh, and I think the movie, to be honest with you, it, it feels like maybe we got the wrong movie. <laughs> I don't know, um, but it what, felt, do you, what do you mean by that? I don't know. It's like it, so. It's it's Black Widow, one hundred percent. But if if they would have told an entire movies about about uh, Russian spies living in America trying to uh, steal some some scientific stuff, that could have been fun, you know. But it is what it is. But right. yeah, watch the Americans. You'll you'll flip out how how similar it was. Uh, another bit of trivia: a young Natasha. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the actress that? place her is no i do not i recognize her though <sighs> yeah my wife recognized her um she recognized her face because her face looks a lot like mia jojovich i'm sure i butchered that last name but you know who i'm talking about right yeah she does the um the resident, resident evil, evil movies. movies yeah yeah that's her daughter oh well dude what <laughs> yeah and if you see her headshot on imdb you can really see the resemblance there my god are we that old lord <laughs> i just I mean i just feel like just yesterday i watched um uh i just forgot the movie name uh what was the first movie she was in mm. with bruce willis oh the fifth element yeah it feels like i just watched the fifth element that's good right all right what's, yeah. your, what's your next question let's keep going tell us about taskmaster oh my gosh oh my gosh all right all right, all right. Um, this is going to be a bone of contention to a lot of Marvel fans. Taskmaster is not connected to in the comics. Taskmaster is not connected to any of this. Like, not no, not part of the Red Room at all. None, none of it. None of it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Um, and 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 as a as um as a character, Taskmaster is a man. So they did a gender swap. 
Um, Does Taskmaster like what watch lots of tape to learn how oh, to yes. do other people's yeah. moves? So Taskmaster, we like so the Taskmaster. The, it was a person. He was born. Uh, his name is Anthony Anthony Masters. His abilities are he can he can, it's like so in the in the Marvel comics there are you know we have mutants so there's a lot of different mutants in the Marvel comics and not just that's they're not just X Men there's other it's people who have mutant abilities but they don't become necessarily X Men. Uh, or or they don't have like mutant stories, and so there's a number of different comic book characters who have like some mutant abilities, but that that gets like it's kind of like a passive mutant ability. It's like a, like a something that you can do, but it's not a big deal. And with Taskmaster, his ability is he can mimic. He has photo. I forget what they call it. They have a certain name for it. But yes, right, almost like photographic memory. Yeah, but it's, it's something better than that. Like he can watch someone yeah. and then do it. There's another comic book character that's connected to Daredevil called Mimic. Uh, no, her name's Echo. I'm sorry. Uh, has the same ability. She's deaf, but she has the same abilities. Uh, hmm. and, and Taskmaster um, is has been known in the comics for years to be just this awesome fighter who can mimic any any fighter's moves from like uh, Captain America to Daredevil to like Taskmaster in the comics. Taskmaster taught. Uh, the U.S. agent had to use Captain America's shield. Uh, he had, oh, and yeah. Taskmaster even posed as Captain America for a small for for a limited amount of time. So, so people. Well, in this movie, uh, Taskmaster has a shield that's a lot like Captain America. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like if you in a Taskmaster, in a Taskmaster, if Taskmaster shows up, it's not uncommon for him to have a shield, to have a short sword, to have a bow and arrow, to like any like all kinds of stuff. Okay, like, so all the all the weapons yes. and stuff is similar. Taskmaster, as far as the does fighting, he, does it, he also throw the shield yes. in the comics. Oh yeah, yeah. And Taskmaster, in the as far as the fighting goes in the movie, it was perfect. Um, Taskmaster was perfect. Like that's Taskmaster. Like it's almost impossible to beat him. Uh, like yes, it's, you're not gonna be able. Like he he Taskmaster could go toe to toe with Captain America, no problem. And 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 actually calls Captain America to have problems as far as like. Um, fighting him so he's like everybody yeah. loves taskmaster like if he shows up you're like yeah it's awesome um but in the comics he's not a woman he's not a woman he's a man and he has no connections to the red room and the girl in the movie antonia and the big bad the villain of the movie i think his name is just i forget his name uh drakov drakov they are not in the comics they do, do not exist they were made they were made just for this movie Okay. So that's going to cause a lot of um a lot of male comic book fans to kind of just have a fit. They didn't watch Black Widow anyway. Yeah, probably not. Um my concern is we like at the end of the movie they rescued Antonia and like they picked her up and they were taking her, you know, to uh away. So my they might have Taskmaster back, but Taskmaster has always been like a villain. And he's like a classic villain. Like I don't yeah. want them to kind of remake uh, Taskmaster as like a some kind of good, you know, person or something like that. And I didn't like the idea of the technology either, like where where like a te- technology was kind of like scanning people and learning their moves. I didn't like that because Taskmaster never used any kind of technology like that. Um, uh, so you mean like the visor was? Yeah, the visor. The visor looked cool. Um, yeah, but Taskmaster never would need that. He would just be able to like look. At, he was he just did his own thing. So I'm kind of curious about what they're going to do now. So uh, the visor isn't something from the comics. That's no, no, no. I mean, the costume of Taskmaster's costume was cool. The color, the color scheme looked actually really pretty nice. I liked the color scheme. Yeah, it was a it's a pretty cool hoodie. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I, I, you've seen the show notes. Um, he, the, 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 I, I have not. I'm, I'm avoiding those until after. Oh, that's the good. But in the show notes, he has a hood and he has a cape. Um, so okay. Yeah. So I don't know, man. They should sell. They should sell a hoodie with a with a hood on it, like the one in the movie. That yeah. that was a cool looking hood. Yeah. So I think Marvel doesn't care what hardcore fans think anymore because they they know that we're going to watch the movies regardless. Mm-hmm. But Taskmaster is a pretty big change, and I'm curious what's going to happen moving forward. Like, are they going to um, bring her back, and in what capacity? I don't know. I recognize the actress who played Taskmaster, by the way. I recognize the actress, um, oh. but, but I don't know her name. So yeah. yeah, but we'll just have to wait. I'm looking at the top cast, and I don't see anybody. Yeah, for Taskmaster. In the we'll top just have cast. To, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but it I mean. So, so I think the question is, is it okay for Marvel? It's not okay. First of all, Marvel can do whatever it wants, so it's okay for them to do whatever they want. But um, mm-hmm. the sacrifice they made with Taskmaster to make uh, an interesting, compelling story, I think, was worth it. But to be honest with you, Taskmaster, when they took the helmet off, I mean, I knew af- I knew probably halfway through the movie that Taskmaster was going to be a girl, a woman. And then probably 10 minutes before the reveal, I knew that it was going to be his daughter. Um, I just kind of feel mm. I kind of felt like they wanted to make that connection. But I think it could have been cooler to have like Taskmaster be the Marvel Cinematic Universe's version of Darth Vader. Like someone you never know who it is, always oh, wearing yeah. a mask, and it's going to show right. up in different movies. And that would have been really fun to have Taskmaster just show up. Like, oh my God, it's Taskmaster. And like... They could have really did that, but they just didn't want to do it. And I, 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 I don't know. We'll just have to wait. I think it was a mistake. I think they're going to wish they had Taskmaster as a character that could come in to Hawkeye. Like, he could show up in Hawkeye. He could show up in Spider-Man. He could show up anywhere and be awesome. You know, and so. Well, especially if they're getting rid of these long-term contracts. Yeah. Anybody could be, yeah, anybody could be under that mask. Who would right. care? So, yeah. I, I don't know. Like. This that decision with Taskmaster, I think, is a is a problem for Marvel. I think they're gonna look at it and be like, we should have done that. We lost we lost that. That could have been fun and we just don't have it now. Yeah. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. I just ugh. it's like sometimes I think Marvel is doing the right thing with stuff. And I think, man, this is a great decision. And this decision with Taskmaster, I think was a mistake. I understand that it's a it's a it's a movie centered around a female lead and it's it's directed by a woman. I get that. But um Taskmaster could it could have been way more cooler for the task. I mean, regardless of whether it's a male or a female, I think it just would have been very cool. Like you said, to just never never know who Taskmaster is. But so do you know them you know they're making a Snake Eyes movie? Yeah. And you know that Snake Eyes is go they go have like a person with a voice and a face to play Snake Eyes? Like what what who thought that was a good idea? Like no one, ever, nobody cares what Snake Eyes looks like. He doesn't speak. He has a mask. We don't know what he looks like. I don't understand. Every time we have like a property of a character who's unknown, who's masked, it's way more compelling than when we see it under the mask. It's never interesting. I just, People are so afraid of making a movie without a lot of dialogue, but it's really weird. Yeah, because number one, no dialogue means your movie, or you know, no or little dialogue. Your movie's gonna work so much better for an international audience. Mm, yeah. Um, and then like the best part of Wally was the part of Wally before they brought in humans and had all the dialogue added to it. I never seen that movie. Oh man, the the first half of it's great. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's a, it's a really good movie. 
Yeah. But the first half before humans are introduced is is it's something special. Well, so going back to Taskmaster, uh, it's uh, this is one of the only times that I can't really defend this decision. I kind of feel like they should. Like, I don't care if Taskmaster's a woman in the, in the movie. I don't. I care. mean, I, th- I think it would have been more powerful storytelling if you know she really had killed his daughter. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that would have been way better storytelling. Uh, and I'm sure we'll get to that more in a little bit, but. There's some editing decisions in this movie that we'll have to talk about later. But it's, anyway, yeah. that's that's Taskmaster. He's not. I've got to say that Taskmaster Shield. Before we leave Taskmaster, I got one more question. But I've also got to say Taskmaster Shield, nowhere near as cool as Captain America's. You throw the shield, it doesn't bounce back to you. Uh, it's kind of garbage. The symbol. Did you see the symbol on, on Taskmaster's shield? That's a classic Taskmaster symbol. So is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they did great with Taskmaster as far as the look and the fighting. I thought, like, when I saw Taskmaster show up, I was like, when, the, when Natasha was fighting him, I was like, you're not going to be able to beat him. Like, and, and, and she didn't. Like, and, well, I, I, I should rephrase that. You're not going to beat her. And, um, right. And, it's, and those, are, so, those are some brutal fights. And t- Natasha never got the upper hand. And she wouldn't either. So um, pretty cool. Pretty good. Pretty good. But no, um, no, Taskmaster is not connected to the Red Room. Not yeah. connected to any kind of Black Widow ops, none of that stuff. In this movie, Taskmaster's watching videos of fighting to learn all the moves. Mm-hmm. Someone comes in and puts like a computer type thing in the back of Something. Taskmaster's yeah, neck. Yeah, that's not that's not in the comics either. Okay, all right. No, in the comics, he had like in the comics, uh, Anthony Masters does get an experimental dose of Super Soldier Serum that enhances his abilities. But he never needed any technology, man. He just like with this, this was just doing it. It never no yeah, tech. In the movie, I assume they're like downloading some kind of information in yeah, the Taskmaster just, by doing that. But yeah. that just seemed that just seemed silly. Well, I, I don't I, think they needed to do that. I'm I'm okay with it, mildly okay with it. Um, but Taskmaster is one of those characters who is an almost an institution in Marvel um, comics. Mm. He has a pretty big fan following. Uh, and so they, I don't know what they're going to do. I, My I, son seemed to know a lot about Taskmaster, yeah. um, but I have no idea how, like, really how he could he be. Knew anything he he could it. be from. He's probably in some cartoons if your son's watched those. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. It was cartoons. So but. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, man. I don't know. I think somebody at Marvel School would be like, we need to fix this, like somehow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can. Like, yeah. you can. You know, I don't know. Well, they they probably could say that. You know, this. Uh, girl Taskmaster was based off another Taskmaster or something. They'll fix. They'll fix. Yeah, this is not the last <laughs> time you're going to see Taskmaster. Right. All right, hit me. Okay. So, Black Widow is very powerful in this movie. Okay. One time, uh, she's in a chase, so she had just met up with uh, adult Yelena. Mm-hmm. They had their fight. I don't. I have no idea why they had a prolonged, dragged out fight with each other before they finally decided to call truce. Do you have a brother or sister? I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I, as adults, we would not do that. But we're when not we first. We're not mostly each- abused, all, mid, almost brainwashed children. Adults <laughs> learn to be assassins either. Either you know, like I think those. I think. Two people who like were taught to be assassins. Okay, from well, if they were gonna fight like that, it seemed like it was the truce was called too easily. Or why were they fighting in the first place? Is 
Okay, well, to be honest with you, Leia's on the run. We don't Black Widow's allegiance doesn't. She doesn't know what Black Widow's allegiance is. So you got Natasha and Leia who don't know what side each other are on, and so they mm-hmm. might be. They could be sent to kill each other. We don't know. So yeah, and I think I think the natural. Uh, I think the natural impulse on both their parts is to fight each other and then to be like, okay, but, let's stop. But they didn't learn. I, I, I think, I mean, this is just like kind of nitpicking, but it was a cool fight scene. Yeah. Sure. Let's throw another cool fight scene into the movie. Also had, they also had to establish that Yelena could go toe-to-toe with yeah. Natasha, and so she could she could easily replace her in the, in the, in the movies in the can. They I had, think that's probably the real reason they did it. Yeah. But I and think it looked cool too. storytelling-wise, would have been better if they were just like on opposite sides of a door or a wall or something and hashed it out yeah. kind of talking through it. Cause then they could have actually come to a truce fighting and then just kind of deciding to stop during the fight and call a truce. Didn't make any sense to me. It made sense to me. I don't know why it just makes sense to me. Okay. Know. All right. Anyway, after that fight, they get um, attacked by the red room. Yeah. They're on the run. They're running across the rooftops. Um, one of the widows from uh, the Red Room falls to uh, break their leg. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Natasha falls, hits some ducts, yeah. hits a garbage bin on the yeah. way down, yeah. and then lands on the ground and walks away from it. Yeah. How was Black Widow able to walk away from that drop? Impossible. You, you, you wouldn't be able to do that. Like that's a, a, it's easily a couple broken bones, a a, a, dis, a misaligned vertebrae, and no, uh, there, there, there's no she doesn't have any superpowers or anything like that. I think there's like some, in this movie, it really seems like she's got some kind of super something going on. Well, okay, so we wouldn't. Like this is one of those places where I'm going to pull the gender card, and I shouldn't, but I am. If a man went through that same thing, we wouldn't have said anything. Uh, and so like. I th- I feel like I don't know. I just feel like if you look at the damage she was taking, if you, yeah. like she's she's hitting her side, she's hitting her back, and so she's got she's bruised, but she is like a super fit person. She's we're not in the shape she is, and never will be. Yeah, no, she, you, know, you know. So it's all, she's all <laughs> muscle. She's also yeah. she's also tiny, and so if you like hitting all that stuff and then landing like that, uh, she's hurt. She might have a fractured arm. Uh, and yeah. and probably like a fractured like a, a broken rib, but you can have a fractured arm and a broken rib and still function. Uh, and so uh, she's tough, and I think she probably could take all that damage and be fine. Like that's like it's like no, you're you're hurt for sure. Um, for sure, for sure. She's in, in real life. Pain. You think that? Yeah, I do. You would like okay. So if that happened to us, I think you're breaking a bone somewhere. Yeah, oh yeah, but okay. Even even if you broke a bone, if you're being chased by like female assassins uh or or male assassins uh you, okay my arm's broken but i still gotta get out of here like you can still move so to that extent like um so the train she probably knows how to take a punch knows how to land and so you have to kind of you have to kind of bend your um suspend your belief a little bit help them out a little bit um but at the mm-hmm. same time um I don't want her. I don't want them not to beat her up. I kind of, you know, I kind of. You, ha, you have to have these people get bruises a little bit. That's that's the fun of the comics. So, oh yeah, I mean, you you see bruises all over her back at one yeah. point too. But in the comics, dude, it's way worse than that. Are you kidding me? If you read the comics, they go through <laughs> a lot more stuff than that. A lot more stuff right. than that. Like the car well, crash the, scene. The car crash scene. 
Like yeah. that was that was when I thought they're all dead. There's no way you're gonna live through that car crash. <laughs> it's like Wait, which one? The one that goes into the subway? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's not that's not gonna happen. Uh, uh that's they had their seatbelts on. Oh come okay, so you believe they can go through a car crash <laughs> like that, but you can't believe that she could tumble? I, don't, I mean I you know what? Actually I do because cars can uh protect the occupants even if by that's taking tr- a lot of damage. Even if that's true, like you can you can break your back. Because of the way the of the yeah. of the jolting of the seatbelt against your your midsection, it's just like. Right. But that car did have uh, sports seats. I, um, I guess that matters. I, I don't know. About, I don't know about that kind of stuff. Well, they cradle you. Oh, they okay. like hug your size, kind of keep you from moving laterally. The point is, these people are super super tough, and yeah. we think that they they got through it unspe- unscathed, but no, like she's she's bruised and hurt. I mean, when right. she took off her shirt and and they showed hey, she uh, they later saw how bruised up her back was. It's right. probably like and that, that was times that too. was just really well. I guess that was could be from her fight with Task. Yeah, that's that that yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But but like yeah, it's like they're just super. They're super tough people, man. The one thing Yelena does say is that Natasha had to take a Tylenol to help her with the pain from all that. All that what? All all the fighting they had just yeah. Done. Falling down, and uh, that Steve Rogers wouldn't have to take a time off. No, Steve Rogers would have. Steve Rogers could have, could have fallen. He would have broken those things on the way down and then landed on his feet. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. Tell us about the Red Guardian. All right. So the Red Guardian. There's actually a couple different versions of the Red Guardian, but we didn't need to establish one thing real quick. He never had Super Soldier Serum, so he that was. Not from the comics. All right, so you already brought up a couple of different versions. Yelena calls him Crimson Dynamo. That would, and in it, this movie, he gets a little miffed about that and says it's Red Guardian. Yeah, yeah, you know Crimson Dynamo from our discussion in Iron Man 2, right? Remember that? Yeah, but there were several you said. Yeah, there was. So, so it's kind of funny. Um, there's a couple of times where Yelena sort of breaks the fourth wall and kind of establishes our confusion for us. And so, mm-hmm. like... In, in Iron Man 2, they took um, Whiplash and combined them with Crimson Dynamo to make a new kind of version of a, of Anton, a new person. And so mm-hmm. when she says, like, yeah, yeah, something like, you just did something, blah, blah, you're, you're Crimson Dynamo, I think she's kind of trying to highlight our confusion. Like, no, like, Crimson Dynamo and Red Guardian are two different characters, and, like, she's confused by that. The way that we're confused by that, and the way Marvel's kind of confused by that. So you put it all together, and I think that was a really funny um, scene where it's kind of like she's like, you know, kind of showing uh, our confusion as well. But no, like this, like Crimson Dynamo is a separate character, Red Guardian is a separate person. So like all those are separate. So it's just it was just a funny little scene. But as far as Red Guardian, um, he never has Super Soldier Serum anything like that, uh, and he and he was. You know, here's a trivia fact, which is interesting. Natasha and Red Guardian in the comics were married for a brief time. Hmm. Yeah, they were married for a little while. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, Red Guardian's a little... You know, when I watched the movie, I thought that... Were Red, the ages uh, like they are in the movie or, or closer in the comics? Oh, and they, they, they were the same age in the comics. Okay. Um, so, the, um, the movie... <sighs> I thought the Red Guardian would have a thicker past in the comics, but after I did some research, it just is not much really to go on with him. 
the costume, the costume, the costume, the accurate, hundred percent. And he does yeah. carry he the, he does carry a shield around, um, but which he which he, which he didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is. I think they did a good job. I like the actor. Uh, I like that'd the, be too many people in this movie with the shield. With the shield. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what they thought too. Um, but I like. I mean, I like what they did with Ray Gar. I think I think he was fun to watch. Um, I love the actor, uh, David Harbour. I like I like him a lot. I think he did great as Alexi. Um, are you going to ask me about Milena next? No, uh, surprisingly, she did not make my my cut. But my next question, uh, I think, will be quick before we uh, get into Milena. This goes back to in this movie, Black Widow's very powerful, like more powerful than she's been in the MCU up to this point. When they're breaking Red Guardian out of the prison, yeah, the final p- bit of that is she grabs him and Black pulls Widow's him hanging from a rope from a helicopter, mm-hmm. swings by and scoops up the Red Guardian with one hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, your point. <laughs> uh, I don't think that Scarlett Johansson could do that. No, Scarlett Johansson couldn't do it, but the Black Widow could. And if she, okay, so. What it- so what is no, the Black Widow got that Scarlet doesn't have? Oh come on! Like Scarlett Johansson is not even close to being as fit as Natasha would be. Are you serious? No way! Like Natasha could probably. You have to think about this. Natasha is probably strong enough to bench press two hundred pounds. Like she's super fit. Uh, and like they don't like like um you know Scarlett Johansson's body doesn't look the way she should look for that situation. But she should be super buff. She should have muscles all over the place. Uh, and, so, and so in that situation, and when you grab someone like that, and if you and like the Red Guardian's stronger, you know he has mm-hmm. super soldier serum. He's a, he would probably be able to compensate a little bit for that and be able to be okay. That, that the the helicopter's moving. You're on a rope that's swinging. It's multiplying uh, the Red Guardian's weight. Yeah, that's but, on your arm. But part of that's too. Part of that's too is that is that because we are so used to seeing strong big men do these things. That when a kind of smaller woman does it, we're like, that's impossible. And like, I just don't think it is. I think it would be painful, but I think it's totally within reason that she could do that. And throughout the movies we've seen so far, she's done way crazy. Like in Avengers, she jumped off Captain America's shield, jumped in the air and grabbed onto a flying spaceship thing and pulled herself up. You know, it's like, and then she jumped off of it and landed on a rooftop. Sorry, <laughs> like, like, I don't remember that. <laughs> So listen, listen, thanks. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, Natasha's tough, man. She's really tough. Okay. All right. Tell us about who. What's her name again? Milena. Milena. Yes. Um, Rachel Vice. Yeah, she is uh, called the Iron Maiden in the comics. The Iron Maiden. Hmm. Yeah, she is. She, she has actually, spikes. No, she has a she has a face shield. It has a little like metal uh, mask. She's okay. been in the comics for a while. She's first she worked for the Red Room. No, no, no. She worked for. Wait, maybe. Uh, no, I don't think so. She definitely worked against Shield. Like she was a she was a Russian spy that that ta- okay. that, that handled Shield. Uh, that was Shield a lot. Yeah, and so I guess one thing I, we haven't really been talking about all of these characters in that in the movie are. Basically, like Russian agents of some sort mm-hmm. were also that way in the comics, like the Red Guardian, <laughs> yeah, 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 Natasha, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and Iron Maiden. Yeah, but in the comics, the Russian government is dealing with all this stuff. But in the movie, they made it pretty clear that the Red Room was separate from the Russian government, uh, and I can see that. 
I, I think they did that just so they won't have to deal with like for marketing reasons. Yeah, for marketing reasons and it's logistical reasons too. Um. So, but so that was that's interesting. But yeah, um, Milena is um she's been around since nineteen eighty three. So, um, I think I think the Iron Maiden is probably one of the oldest characters that besides Black Widow that we get in the movie. So that's, I, I thought mm. that was cool. Yeah. Anything else you want to tell us about her? Uh, in the comics, it's not much. I think she's deceased in the comics. If I'm not sure. Let me check real quick. Oh, she's alive. Um, not really. She just has like a metal mask. Uh, and she has like she's like an assassin. Uh, I think she's I think she's really interesting as far as like what what her looks look like, like her appearance. Um, but that's really it. That's nothing really really much to talk. It, it kind of feels like they just kind of found. She didn't wear a. a- black widow style no 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 but um maybe 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 they'll do something with her later because like that's not gonna be the last time we see her in a movie for sure no no okay speaking of her wearing a black widow outfit in the in the comics is there like a a unit of a bunch of people that are widows yeah yeah yeah. they all wear the same kind of uniform that um black widow has been wearing all along yeah 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 Mm mm-hmm See, I, I had no idea about that until watching this movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole group of there's a whole group of there's a Black Widow operative program, and, and, and it, so Black Widow did defect from this. Yeah, Widow program run by the Red Room. Yeah, in the comics. Oh yeah, that's okay. accurate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And her connections to Hawkeye are pretty pretty tight too. They've been around the comics for a long yeah. time. So yeah, no, right. yeah, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there anybody like? Black Widow's fixer in this movie in the comics? Yes, yes. He's actually comic accurate. His name is Rick Mason. He is a shield agent. He actually had his own comic series for a while. It was called um it was called Rick Mason, the Agent in 1989. Uh and no one remembers this guy. <laughs> like this guy is like, no <laughs> one cares about this dude. Uh, but yeah, he's comic accurate. Uh he was He was a shield agent in the comic. He was a shield agent and then he went he did his own thing. He was a freelancer for a while. Okay, yeah. And that's when he says he's an independent contractor. Yeah. So he's a freelancer. Oh yeah. It's actually it's actually pretty interesting. Um when I looked it up, I was like, this guy's actually is actually true to the comics. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah, pretty neat. Uh he's more he, um, he's he's a he's a pretty good fighter too, apparently. I'm at the part of my notes where I get into the end credits. Is there anything else about the movie you want to tell oh, us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hang on. Um, so we already talked about Dracoff. He is not in the comics. He's a brand new uh, character. And uh, just some trivia triv- for everyone. Uh, as far as Marvel geekdom is concerned, we've already talked about how the Marvel Comics universe is called 616. Uh, the, MC- right. the MCU universe is called Earth 199999. I don't know why it's they made it really easy to say. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine nine. Yeah, so that's Earth nineteen ninety nine. Maybe it's, maybe that's because when they when it first started, uh, Earth nineteen ninety nine nine. And so yeah, this and I'll just be clear right now that I did not like Drakeoff. I didn't like the actor who played him. I never. I hate that guy. I, I whenever I see him in movies, I'm like, ugh. Uh, uh, I don't know the actor, but I thought. Either the guy himself is a real big creep, or he did a pretty good job of playing a real big creep. Yeah, his name is Ray Winston. I've seen him in other movies, but like, and this is like, this dude, just like barely, he's like kind of a, he's like kind of. When I think, okay, so did you did you remember at the beginning of the movie when Natasha is in like her little trailer, like watching a James Bond movie? Yeah, this is a James Bond movie. 
Like, mm-hmm. like if you think of this as a James Bond movie, it makes a lot more sense, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Because like yeah, I mean, I think that's what they were going for. With yeah, them. there's a flying space. There's a flying space station type deal in the middle of the atmosphere that no one knows about. Like, and we have the technology oh, you act to like do that's it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and yet Nick Fury's got his telecare. It's ridiculous that this Drakeoff guy has it. That's what's ridiculous to me. I like he does. It doesn't. He doesn't seem smart enough to have all this stuff. He's connected to Bill Clinton. He's connected to yeah. Putin. But like, what's the, what's and like he's done all this stuff and has all these spas, and like uh, it's just like and like it's funny if you look at when we when we look at Black Black Panther, the Wakanda has like secret Wakanda spas all over the world too. How many countries and organizations have secret spas all over the place? Like and and first, how can you afford all this? Like he has to pay for the the training, the chemicals, the the the. All the doctors who work at the facility. Listen, he's they're they're separate from the Russian government, but you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, but even the Russian, even the Russian, even the uh, maybe, maybe it's just that. Okay, so okay, I'm not gonna get too deep into that, but I thought that was like. So his plan was, well, I guess this was a ad hoc plan, but he was going to. Reindoctrinate uh, Black Widow mm-hmm. with a mind control juice or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then have and so then he'd have an Avenger yeah. under his control, and then he'd be able to come out of the shadows. Yeah, and really control things. Yeah, well, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> I'm glad he's dead. And I'm glad that plan <laughs> failed. You know. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's definitely if you look at a James Bond movie, James Bond yeah. movies have a villain, they have a central threat. He goes after it. He kills the villain. He ends the threat. We don't see them again. And so this right. fits that goal. I would actually like to see more movies like this from Marvel. I would, well, this I, this I, movie I, also had a cold open like James Bond yeah, movies do. Yeah. I would love to see. Um, I wish they would have done this earlier. I would have loved to see another Black Will movie like this. I think this having, I think that uh, treating her like a James Bond was uh, I thought was successful. Um, yeah. I think the movies get the movies getting real with. The movie's well received by some people and not well received by others. I'm very curious to see what they do moving forward with it. Oh, I really haven't seen anybody that didn't uh, like it so far. There's a couple of people. I mean, I maybe I maybe there's I, always going to be. Yeah, maybe I follow just some, some some jerks on Twitter. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe uh, you do. Yeah, but as far as the rest of the movie, I think we covered pretty much all of it. I don't okay. see anything well, else. You want to get into the end credits? Scene? Yeah, so I'll I'll give us a little synopsis. In credit, we we all know that Black Widow died in Avengers Endgame. Spoiler alert. And um, we see Yelena driving. Spoiler alert is supposed to come after or before the spoiler alert. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I've missed those spoiler alerts forever. We see Yelena (laughs) go to um, Natasha's grave and she like cries and she's really sad. And then we get Valentina. And I I need to apologize to you. Introduced by blowing her nose. Yeah, which is great. I need to apologize. To a lot of people, um, Valentina, like when initially when we talked about Valentina from uh, back in our first yeah podcast episode talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I said that she was um, a character. She was Valerie from X Factor. I'm wrong. Valentina is actually her own character. She is from the Marvel Marvel Comics Earth Six One Six. Uh, Valentina mm. Aguilar del Fatani, and she's been around for a long time. I think she showed up in Strange Tales, 1967. 
So, and yeah, yeah, so she has a long history in the comics. I apologize profusely. I had to, I did some digging and I realized um, I was completely wrong. So there you go. So, and her hair, that little purple strip is, is comic book accurate. How did you know I was going to ask about that? Yeah, I don't know. I have a feeling. Um, so as far as what that, so this is what, this is interesting. I put out a tweet that said that with this movie, the connections between the movies and the TV shows for Disney Plus have become one. And that's, there's no separation. And here's why. Right. Marvel has decided that if you want to understand what's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you're going to have to also watch the shows. Because now, uh, Yelena's going to be in the Hawkeye show, Hawkeye episodes. Like, when Hawkeye comes out, she's going to be in there. and. My key question is, why is the U.S. government want to kill um, Hawkeye? So that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited about this. I think... I think um, Does Val actually work for the U.S. government? She works for somebody. I don't know. But mm-hmm. she... But she... U.S. agent is one of her operatives. So I'm thinking that... Right. The, I'm thinking she works for somebody. I don't know what... Or, I don't know what organization. In the comics, she works for S.H.I.E.L.D. for a little bit. But I don't know. Okay. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but, um, it's interesting that they're using Val as sort of like the new Nick Fury for the, for the episodes. Like he just shows up and says, I need you for a mission, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. so Hawkeye's going to be, like, everybody's going to watch Hawkeye now because of this. And, uh, we go, and Yelena's going to, through this movement with Hawkeye and Yelena going after Hawkeye, we're going to, she's going to become like the new Black Widow, of course. And they're kind of setting all this stuff up. So yeah, Marvel's definitely and and in Hawkeye they're going to introduce a new Hawkeye, um, which is going to be interesting too. So Marvel's setting this up so they have they'll have a new Captain America, they have a new Black Widow, they have a new Hawkeye, they'll have a they they can have as many Hulk as they want because it's CGI CGI it doesn't matter. Uh, they'll have they've a, already had quite a few. Yeah, Loki could be posed as the new as a replacement for Thor. We all know, but we do know that Thor is going to be around for a while anyway. So, mm-hmm. like Marvel's doing a good job building everything up to our next like group of Avengers because we, that core group that we've had before their contracts ended, so they're gone. So, right. Let's have to wait and see. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. What did you What did you think of it? I, I gotta say that's a weird graveyard for an Avenger to be buried in. I kind of feel like that's the, I kind of feel, I feel like it's, it's sweet. It's like kind of removed, um, kind of quiet. That's where I would want to be buried. It's like in the middle of the woods. Yeah, that's where I There's would a, like. I looks, would love to have. very old. It I, looks like a, yeah. like a, a early 1900s. And when I say early 1900s, kids, I mean like 1902, maybe 1915. I mean, if I, I don't want, I don't want, <laughs> Graveyard. I don't want to die ever, but if I, I mean, when I do, I guess I I'll, I would love to be buried in a place like that. It's very quiet, very nice. Yeah, um, just uh, it's, it's a little low profile for an Avenger. Seems like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, has has uh, Natasha been buried in the comics? Uh, I did some research. I think she might be dead, but I think she got cloned. Uh, mm. So I'm not sure. I have to do more. I've read up on it, but I was like, I don't know if she's still alive or not. I think she is. She might not be. Who knows? Even in, com- like, even in the comics, it's not unusual for people to show back up. And I was I was almost, um, when Elena, um, at the end, when she was touching um, Black Widow's grave and she whistled for her, I was so close to thinking that we were going to see Natasha whistle back and then she'd be alive. 
I was thinking the same thing. That would have been awesome. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, you're alive. Greek, we get. And like, I want to make a really quick observation here. I've been really tough on Black Widow and, the, and Scarlett Johansson portrayal of her for a while, but I think they did a really good job. And I and I can, I'm going to miss her as as Black Widow. I think I would love to see more movies with her. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a Black Widow too. Yeah. We still got some um, stupid butt shots. Uh, I don't know why we, we got a well, couple of those. I I'll disagree with you there. Mm. We did get some butt shots. Yeah, but I think because the director was a woman. They weren't just butt shots. They were actually like super cool camera shots that included Scarlett Johansson's butt in them. <laughs> nice try. That was, that, was, that was as good as you going to get with that one. That's that nice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't convince you? No. <laughs> Come on, the one where she's walking to her Lada. We would never the, um, get butt shots from Captain America like that. We would never get close-up butt shots of, of, well, I mean, of Chris Evans. We wouldn't get it. We just Maybe it's just because I'm a man, but it, you know, <laughs> we would. I, we just America's America's butt doesn't look as good. Uh, yeah, it's not as visually pleasing. The camera likes Scarlett Johansson. That, that that's might not even have been that might not even been Scarlett Johansson's butt. It could have been could have been a replacement of somebody someone else. We, anyway, it, it, we only got a couple of those, and I was like, oh, what's going on with this? But then I was fine. I was fine with it. Um, but no, I think um, I think Scarlett Johansson. I, it's a shame we won't get more um, Black Widow movies. I thought they were cool camera shots, though. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay, but it's a shame we won't get more Scar- um, Scarlett Johansson Black Widow movies. Absolutely, yeah. And I kind of feel like, however, I do think that you know the script was real well written for both characters in this movie, but I think that the acting by the the actress playing Yelena. Kind of upstaged Scarlett Johansson. People like her a lot. Um, what's her name again? Florence Pugh. People like her a lot. And um, I think that Florence is probably, Florence has probably better acting skills than Scarlett Johansson, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think they had good chemistry together. And I also think yeah. Scarlett Johansson at this point is just filling it in. She's like, I've done this for so long. Like, okay, whatever. But Florence, but Florence, like, ooh, well, cool! My first action comic book movie, you know. Uh, I love yeah. how they she made fun of, <laughs> made fun of uh, Black Widow's <laughs> try, try, try landings. <laughs> that was like it's so on the nose. She was like, "Why do you do this? Like, why do you, why do you do?" This? And she did, and she did one in the movie, and then um, she was like, made herself almost want to throw up." Yeah, it's like that's so funny because like. It's like it's like this it's quintessential like it's quintessential not just Black Will but quintessential action movie general. Like everybody's gonna do a landing like that at some point. It's cool, you know? But but it's like but she's like, this makes no sense. Why do you why do you do this? You know? That scene where uh Yelena's ragging on her about that in the convenience store almost felt like it was her just completely improving. Yeah, it does. Uh in character. Uh so I don't know if that was written or not, but it was it was great. And I like how they're talking about superheroes or comic book stuff and secret stuff and it, it, right in front of a teller. Like a guy's like bagging right. up their food and he's like, What? What is this? Like you know, Yeah, like, they're talking about being trained assassins. Yeah, and he's like, What? And like I kind of feel like they could have played on that more. They could he could have been like he could have been looking at them like I can speak English. Like I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> it's like, you know, so that would have been that would have been fun. Um, I think he was deep in either his phone or his magazine or something like that. Yeah, I know. But um, no, I mean, people like Florence Pugh, I, I warmed up to her by the end of the movie. I was like, okay, fine. If you're going to be around, I think that's fine. I think they did her. I think they did the character well. I think she can handle it well. Um, we'll, just, we'll just have to wait and see. 
But yeah, yeah Florence Pugh's, I, I, she's fine. So now, now you're now you're on the she's fine stage for her, and well, I've, I was fine with Scarlett Johansson forever. So like, I know, like, like Florence Pugh, I'll also be fine with her too. I'll be fine. Well, you definitely like this more than you thought you were going to. Oh yeah, there, right? I, I when I watched this movie, I was like, I'm 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 thoroughly entertained. Like, I'll probably watch it again. I mean, I paid thirty bucks for it. Um, I I watched it a second time. I watched it on Saturday. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. I mean, you can't come. This is probably one of the best ones they've made. <clears throat> this is a Marvel movie. This not. This is not. You know, um, this is not Citizen Kane. This is an action comic book movie. Right. Like, what do you expect? And like, this movie's better than Winter Soldier. And and I don't know why people keep saying Winter Soldier is the best one. Like, this movie's better. It's got some better action, more story. It's more interesting. Like, so I I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so we were introduced to Val in the, in the end credits scene. Yeah. We went here to do so. We've seen her before. Uh, but this movie was supposed to come out before, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV series yep. was supposed to come out. Oh, well, so this I, yeah. isn't a really, no, that, 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 that end credit scene was filmed, has been filmed later. They, they, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say her, her appearance in this. Uh, seems like it was recut. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, because we, because, because we uh, in the Falcon Winter Soldier, we got introduced to who she was and her name and everything. Right. Uh, exactly. So they, they definitely added that in like a few months ago uh, to fit into their narrative now. So yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And to be honest with you, the movie ended in a weird place. Because how do you how do you end the movie? Knowing that your main character is going to die, you know, so it's like it's just it's just like it's not much you can do. Then they, they should have did this Black Widow movie a long, long, long time ago. This movie should have came out after yeah. Civil War, and it should have been mm-hmm. a bridge between Civil War and Avengers: Infinity War. That should have, it should have been it should have came out then. Um, right. It's it a mistake by Marvel to have it released so late, and this movie will have been well received and made more money if it was released sooner. So Marvel um, uh, executives and Disney executives stop thinking that women lead characters can't make money. You keep making this mistake. Wonder Woman made a billion dollars and the movies were bad. So stop thinking that. Just make those movies <laughs> and let people watch them. They want to watch them. Stop it. Like it's just, it's just silly. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They need to quit. Have you seen Atomic Blonde? I, I brought that up last time. We no, who's Black in that? Today. That's Charlize Theron. No, I haven't watched that. I don't know if it's based on anything, but you've got to see that. But it movie. did well. Great, it did well too, right? Yeah, I think it did well. It's a, a it's a fantastic. Yeah, the Resident Evil uh, movies, action movie led by led by a woman. It's yeah, really really. The Resident good. Evil movies all were led by women, they, and they make enough yeah. money for them to keep making. It doesn't make any sense from. They're making tons of. Resident it doesn't make Evil any movies. sense from an executive standpoint to say, "Oh, this movie's a uh, woman." No, uh, no, I guess it's dumb. I guess, and like the fact that Black Widow took so long to release. Is a problem because it could have released sooner, and made more money before the pandemic. If this movie made was out right. before the pandemic, it would have made so much more money than it's going to make now. And like I just don't, and like it was a mistake on their part, or a just huge mistake. Uh, and I and I hate when Marvel makes mistakes because they do some good work, so they need to stop doing it. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say? No, that's it. <laughs> um, where can they find us, Mike? They can find us everywhere. They can find their podcast. If you're using something to listen to your podcast and you don't see us there, let us know. We're on Twitter at Super Sideshow. 
let us know if you can't find us. We'll we'll fix that. I'm on Twitter at jslax, J-Y-S-L-A-C-K-S. Uh, I've been posting a lot more um, comic-related stuff. I'm going to continue to do that um, over time. I'll probably have a big, long thread about Black Widow at some point. Probably the, today or tomorrow. I'll just kind of rant for a while. Yeah. Um, and I'm on Twitter as at M-I-K-B-R-E. Yeah. Also at Super Sideshow, we're dropping... Once a day, we're dropping a, a interesting tidbit about uh, how the comics relate to the movies. Cool, so fun. That's, that's a cool feed to follow. Our next movie, by the way, is Avengers. Oh, it's Loki. We're gonna do Loki Thursday. So last episode, Loki. You gotta, you gotta come in for that. It's gonna be great. Looking forward to it, Me but too. also not looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Things have to end. I'm looking end. forward to it, but I don't want it to end. Things have to end. Uh, and then, of course, um, Avengers. Age of Ultron. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Oof. I got a lot of work to do. I got to start working okay. on the show notes now. Oh, my okay. goodness. <laughs> That's going to be a long one, huh? Yeah, it's a lot going on in that movie, man. Lots after, going on. after Avengers Age of Ultron, uh, Ant-Man's coming yeah, your up. Favorite one of my movie. favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. yeah, I've only watched it once, so I'm going to have to watch it again. It's really good. It's got some great like stylistic choices yeah. in it. Yeah, it's, it's good. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. See you next time.